Thank you so much for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host. I am Jessica Newsom. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I wanted to talk to you guys briefly today just about what it takes to please God, because a lot of us think that we could do anything and God's cool with it. God isn't cool with sin. God isn't happy when we mess up, just like a good parent, right? A good parent will love you in spite of what you do, but it's sad when you screw up, when you mess up, when you make the wrong decisions, most definitely. And a good parent will try to correct you and say, hey, I love you, but this is wrong. This is why it's wrong. And if you continue along this path, these are probably the consequences that you're going to face. And I don't want that for you. And so Romans Eight verses six, it says this, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Verse seven, the mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Verse eight, those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. I really like this. I do. Um, Just thinking about and reflecting upon my life, I was so oftentimes in the past just doing things my way to please my flesh, and none of it gratified God, right? Uh, A lot of it was sin. A lot of it just wasn't helpful to my spirit and my well-being. And so When this is talking about our mind, we really have to think about and ask, ask yourself, what type of mind do you have? Like, where is your mind uh, uh, set? Is it set on gratifying the flesh or pleasing God? Is your mind set on doing the things that you want to do for immediate results or doing the hard thing because you know that it will bring uh, uh, joy to God and peace to yourself? And it's saying that if your mind is governed by the spirit, right? If your mind is governed by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who is the advocate, right? Because when Jesus ascended, he said, I must go so that the spirit can come and do all that I've done here, right? On earth, which is minister to the disciples, minister to the people who are following me and help them lead a life worthy uh, uh, of, of, just basically following God, right? Um, All of what the New Testament is talking about. And so that following God, living by the spirit, it brings life and peace. And that's something that we all should want. Okay. I want peace. I want to have a prosperous and a a happy, peaceful life. Um, And so when our mind also is governed by the flesh, it's always hostile to God. When it is me focused, it is not God focused, right? It is hostile to the things of the word of God. It says, I don't want to do this because I want to please my flesh. I don't want to follow this because X, Y, and Z. It's hostile. It ignores. It tears down the things of God. Okay. And it says that it does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. If your mind is, is, is resting in pleasing the flesh, it cannot please God. It cannot, right? 
And I think that that's something that we kind of teeter-totter on. That's the line that we kind of teeter-totter on and we are lukewarm to. You know, it's kind of like, well, I'm not really being too hostile to God. I'm not really... uh, 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 I'm not really not uh, submitting to the things of God. So, you know, I'm probably okay. And then again, we lean heavily towards grace. And it's saying that people who are in that realm of the flesh cannot please God. Cannot, cannot, cannot. Right. And so I think that that is something that we really need to work on. Wherever your mind is, your heart is. Okay. And we have to be careful when we allow things to go into our mind. That could be anything, right? The, the things that we see on social media, right? Thoughts and opinions of other people. Those things will go into our mind, okay? But we have to be careful to not let it sink into our heart because the things that's in our heart, it ends up coming out of our mouth, right? It ends up digging roots on the inside of us and, 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 uh, just really kind of mingling into our foundation that should be only rooted in God. And so a lot of us have a foundation that isn't just strictly rooted in God, but it's kind of rooted in God and flesh, uh, doing the right thing and also doing the wrong thing. And that foundation is not stable because if we follow the enemy, if we follow our flesh, Our roots are not stable in the things of God. It's stable in the things of the enemy. And what happens is when winds come, when when storms come, we will be tossed to and fro. We will go through hell and high water. How many of you guys just feel like, man, my life is just jacked up right now. Everything is going wrong. Like what's going on? The person who lives by the spirit, the person who gratifies the spirit lives in the peace of God. So that when we go through hell, it does not capsize our boat, right? It does not uproot our foundation because if our roots are rooted in God, it stands firm. And so when we go through like this hell, we are good, right? It may not be pleasing the stuff that we're going through, but our mindset is different because we are following the word of God and we know that, hey, in the end, all things work together for the good of those who are called according to God's purpose. And so I just asked you today, where is your mindset? What is it rooted in? Those areas in your life where it's not rooted in God, take a moment to ask yourself what those areas are. Write them down and then do the work, work on them, right? I do that too. I write down those areas and I'm just like, well, sometimes I write it down in my head because, or no, my phone, my phone. I do it on my phone because pieces of paper, um, I don't always pick them back up and relook at them. But if it's on my like notes on my phone, it's so much easier for me. And I look at it and I remind myself, man, these are the areas that God wanted me to work on. How am I doing so far in those? And there's some areas where I haven't changed. And then I ask myself, well, why haven't I changed? Because I want to gratify my flesh, because I want to do it my way, because I'm not ready yet to submit to the word of God, because I'm not ready to let that thing go. Come on, like we can be honest with ourselves. We can be honest with God. God already knows our thoughts, right? So if we start off with honesty, then that is where God can say, okay, good. Be honest with yourself. 
be honest with me, and then let's walk this out. And again, I've told you guys this before. Sometimes my greatest prayer is, God, help me to want to follow you. Help me to want to do your will. Help me to want to give this up and submit to you, because sometimes we are at a place to where we don't want to give stuff up. One area in my life, oh man, okay, the area of just, so I had been single for 10 years, started to follow God, broke up with my girlfriend, 10 years of following God, being single, ups and downs, learning and growing, uh, falling down, getting back up. And God said almost two years ago, Jessica, I want you to work on this area of lust, right? Lusting after the flesh. And it was mainly with women, like 90 8% of it. It was lusting after the flesh with women. I wasn't actively dating or sleeping with uh, an, another woman, but in my mind, I was sleeping with them in my mind and in my heart, you know, I was being intimate with them because although I wasn't physically doing it, if I did it in my mind, it filled some sort of void on the inside of me, something that I was longing for. Right. Cause I was just like, God, I'm tired of being single. And so when God was like, I want you to work on this, and I kept saying no. And he got me to a point to where he said, look, you can't go any further. You can work on this or stay stuck. The choice is yours. And I chose to stay stuck for a little while. Being stuck sucks because nothing changes. And when I finally said, okay, God, I will submit to you. This two years of allowing God to work on that area has been so difficult, then good, then difficult, then good. The enemy will come in and he's like, no, I don't want you to give that to God. I don't want you to work on this area. This is the area where I rule. That's what the enemy says. This is the area in your life where I come alive, where I am victorious because you fall every time you give in every single time. So I'm going to throw a little bit of this your way. I'm going to throw a, 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 a cute girl that way. I'm going to, I'm going to throw all this stuff at you so that I can keep you because God is calling you, but I want to keep you because I want to still kill and destroy what God is doing in your life. And so there was a specific area where I finally said, okay, God, like the enemy threw something at me and I enjoyed that thing and I did not want to give it up. And God kept saying, you got to give it up. Finally, I did. And then to my surprise, a couple months later, I uh, uh, was blessed to have my first boyfriend ever. Okay. I had a play boyfriend like in, uh, what you know, you had a little boyfriend in high school or middle school, whatever. Um, those don't even count. Like, at least for me, I don't really count it. Cause it's like, you know, like you date, like you walk together in the hallway, some stupid stuff. Um, and I had a boyfriend like in college for like five minutes, but, uh, yeah. So this, I now have a boyfriend who's absolutely amazing, right? Who's absolutely sweet. And, you know, we're going to see what God does with that. But whether this is long lasting or not, I am grateful for the fact that God is like, I'm not asking you to give up something to hurt you, to make you lonely and pitiful, right? I'm asking you to give up something for your betterment. 
right? And the enemy knows God better than we do, okay? And so the enemy knows when God is trying to bless you. The enemy knows when God is trying to do something crazy in your life. And so when God is calling you and he's like, hey, come on, wake up, the enemy's like, no, 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 no. Here, I'm going to throw this at you. I'm going to throw this at you. And so a lot of us are feeling, have felt in our lives these moments. I want to tell you something. Don't give up in those moments. And if you have, learn from it because you don't know what blessing that you let go to the wayside because you chose the enemy over God. You chose your flesh over obedience. Okay. So I hope that this edified you. I hope that it encouraged you. I hope that you enjoyed it. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. Um, please, if you're checking this out on podcast, uh, rate, give a five-star review, leave a message, um, leave comments, you know, saying good stuff. Right. And also check us out on YouTube, subscribe, leave a comment. If you want me to talk about something specific, please let me know, send me a message and you can contact me through www.loveatthecross.com. Send me an email. I'll get back to you within three days. I absolutely love you guys. Thank you again for tuning in to the victory is greater than the struggle and ex-lesbian podcast.